Welcome to Gamers Down the Podcast. This is episode 34. This is the final episode for the year. And on top of that, I get to be away from you until bloody next year. How good is that? Oh, you know what I cannot wait for? I've already started it. I've started the dad puns. I'm like, oh, that's the last time I'll do that this year. <laughs> and I'm getting yep. to the kids. I am. I'm slow. At first, the little fella, he was like, what are you? What? What do you mean? I was like, oh, I'll miss you, boy, because he's going to his dad's place. And he's like, yeah. I was like, I won't get to see you till next year. And he's like, what? I was like, next year. And then you could see a little bit of fear in his eye. And then he's like, that's tomorrow. I was like, exactly. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to have to game until next year to get rid of my sorrow. And he just shakes his head and walks off on me. That's it. That's it. No. <laughs> All right. So what are we doing this episode for, mate? Why are we doing this on the 31st when I should be out drinking? I'm spending time with you. I wanted to do a recap, not only of this year, but this decade. I've seen a lot of people talking about it. and I haven't really been too fussed about it, but it just like, you know, nostalgia starts kicking in. I myself have gone through a lot this year, let alone this decade. So I thought, you know what, let's stuff it. Let's have a quick chat. Let's only a short one. Sorry, guys, you're going to have to wait till next year for us to do some proper good content. Yeah, that's it. That's it. First off, I wanted to start with, we do this thing at the dinner table. Me, the missus, the kids. We call it high, low, maybe so. It's like you talk about the high of your day, you talk about the low of your day, and then like a maybe so. It can be a fact or something. I'm going to do that of the year, and then I'm going to do it of the decade. And we're going to see how we go with that. I reckon I'm going to start with my low. I'll end on a high for for the year first. It is... It's a high and a low at the exact same time because gaming, I feel like I, it has been my low. I, I feel like I just haven't done enough gaming this year. With the speed this page has picked up and how active everything is and the podcasts and the reviews, I feel like it's a high, but at the exact same time, it's a low. Other than the last three days, oh, the, the last three days, I don't even know if I've showered, I've eaten, I've bathed. <laughs> I, it, it, it's been on. I have bought a game, which I'll get to later on, actually. I'll talk about it. I've done 26 hours or something onto that game now. I've had it for three days. Yep. So it's averaging eight hours a day, which is pretty good. I get, that's, I get that's my... no sky material, mate. Be careful. It is, it is. And it's just a simple switch game. Oh, that's probably, I reckon, my low for the gaming side of things, not enough. Okay, so I'm just confused with the whole thing. So I'm going to start with my low. And out of this whole year, it's been talking to this bugger of a co host, trying to organize him to get on a podcast. I'm joking. It's bloody Greenfall, mate. The only game I've ever returned, Greedful was my low. Oh. And... <laughs> you know, that's absolutely funny because I was close to mentioning it as my low. Out of all games I played this year, like if I'm talking out of not the low for myself, but low of gaming, 
I would have to rank Greedfall as my lowest game this year. Like I, yeah. And when I say this year, geez, I've played some bad games this year. <laughs> like, being reviewers, we try to review and play all aspects of gaming. So we've played a lot of games that aren't my genre, and yet they still beat Greedfall. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> yes, I definitely. Then I, yeah, I'll double up on my low. Actually, low is in personal wise, not enough gaming. Low is in gaming wise, greedful. See, and this is purely unscripted, guys, because I actually, I hate to say it, I'm actually agreeing with Steve here, because yes. I've found that I haven't had enough time gaming, and I'm still smashing out the hours, but I'm still finding like, oh, I've got to go to work in like three hours. Do I finish this level? Do I keep playing No Man's Sky? Do I go to that extra planet? And then I'm like, oh, I better go to work, go to sleep. So never enough gaming. My maybe so, not what me and the kids do, a maybe so can be either a good maybe so or a bad maybe so, but it's not bad enough to be the low or it's not good enough to be the high. So it's going to be a good maybe so. It Playing Fortnite duos with the young fella. While I get terribly upset because it's like, no, 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 left. No, go left. What are you doing? Quick, revive me. What? Oh, God damn it. Like, when I'm playing duos, it is really two verse one. Every <laughs> it's too uh, bad. The other night, all I had him, he had the uh, the bandage grenade launcher. And while I was fighting, he his main goal was just to shoot me with the bandage launcher. That's it. I didn't have him doing anything else. So, yeah, well, well... Being a perfectionist, I guess, gaming-wise, that's probably why I've never gotten my daughters into gaming, just solely because it hurts my feelings when I watch them game. <laughs> he is getting rapidly better. He plays a lot of FIFA, which also hurts my soul. He plays a lot of Need for Speed. He's, and, yeah, now I've got him into the shoot 'em up games. It'll be fun. The day he wins is the day I'll then have to challenge him to a street fight. <laughs> Kids these days are too good. Like my mate's son, he's only ten years old. Or son, he's a freak. <laughs> he's a freak. <laughs> oh, he, like it, literally, so... the hand-eye coordination on, on kids is phenomenal. You can't deny that. Like they're just so good. Right. Yes, maybe so. Okay, so my maybe so. You know what? It has a, a lot of... Well, it had a lot of promise when it was first released. It was a VR game that I only played this year. It came out in 2018, um, in March. And that's Ark Park. Yep. Is now this, that, a, is this it, a good maybe so or a bad maybe so? It, it really could have been good. Yep. But I, I just feel that they didn't invest a, a lot of money into that game. The promise was there. You're on the train. You're going to the island. You're seeing the big, I'm going to say Mosasaurus, I think it is, the one in the water. Yep, yep. Yep. Jumping out. It looks fantastic. It looks like an actual Jurassic Park. But oh, really? then you get to the island, there's only like five levels, and they're all literally five minutes apiece. So how many times can you feed a dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. Like, there was yeah. no path builder. There was no progression in the game it was purely just scan these dinosaurs and move on and like arc itself is a good game but yeah i want to be like outside. i feel like arc itself once again that just describes it 
in a nutshell because it, when it first came out, was so glitchy, so buggy, I couldn't even play it. I was just like, yeah. you'd load it up and all of a sudden you're on the beach and something's going wrong and you're like, oh, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, no, so that was the one, the, the maybe. So they really could have made it really good. They didn't. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that. All right, next one. My high for the year. You know what? It's going to hurt my soul to say this, but I see how I'm losing my words. I don't know how to how to get it through. It's going to be, nah. be excellent for sure. My, my high of the year has to be this. My high has to be the podcast, the page, hanging out with yourself. Like we've got some, and this is probably the only time I'll ever actually be nice to you. So take it while, while it's happening. Um, <laughs> just because you're a wanker. Oh, sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't be nice for too long. Yeah. Rub, rubbed me up the wrong way. See, see, you, you weren't even nice. You said no nice comment. What was the nice part of that comment? <laughs> I can't quite remember. But no, <laughs> like we've, what did we start? We started less than a year ago. We're 30 plus hours deep into the podcast. Like we've got 34 podcasts. Some were over an hour, some were under an hour. So we're 30 hours plus. Uh, we're slowly getting there, I believe. I had a re-listen of one of our first podcasts the other day, and oof, that was um, a fun time is probably the easiest way to describe that one. That was the, the learning curve of absolutely everything. We, we knew we had a very, very hard climb ahead of us. Like We hit top 14, top 10 podcasts in Australia out of 650 other podcasts. So, yeah. Thank you for the year. Well, not even the full year, less than a year. No, that's it. No, that definitely has to be my uh, my high for this year as well. Like just getting such great people around us, helping us with the page, all our admins. Um, they've been a tremendous support. Chris doing his streaming, Tom doing his streaming, Pierce jumping on whenever he can from Ninja Penguin Studios. Like yeah. at the drop of a hat, these guys will literally go, hey, what do you need? Come and help. Yep. And it was really good. Yep, definitely. Definitely. And, of course, you've got to give a shout-out to some of the uh, the reviews that we've done. LG, getting on board with the screen. Pixel Crib, multiple books from them, and I'm still just staring at them on my coffee coffee table, which I can't fit coffee on anymore because it's covered in books, which... <laughs> Look, I'm not upset about that. That makes me very happy. But yeah, like I said, Pixel Crib, definitely a big tick in my book. LG for reaching out, having a belief in the the little fella. I think it's definitely um, made me warm and fuzzy on the inside. This is my warm and fuzzy face. Oh, let me take a photo. Everybody has to see this warm and fuzzy face, mate. They wouldn't. <laughs> fuzzy face. <laughs> And you know what, guys? We've just got the name for the episode. Warm and Fuzzy Face Steve. <laughs> Getting warm and fuzzy while doing our high-low, maybe so. That's it. That's it. Uh, Gaming. What was your favourite game this year that you've played or 
put a lot of hours in. Out of all the games that we've played, I've already got one, and I know what, which one it is straight away without even batting an eyelid. Uh, but what about you? What was your favourite game? Jeez. This so, year. This year. Not talking about the 10 years now. No, no. <laughs> I got done. Episode Ding! Final <laughs> podcast of the year, and I got done. Oh, jeez. You know what? I... You know what? I would probably have to... Did Jurassic World Evolution come out this year or was that last year? I think that was this year. It was last year. What's it? Yeah, 12th of June, 2018. 18? Jesus, I don't actually know. Most of my favourite games from this year are still rinse and repeat from last year. Like, oh, Fire Emblem Three Houses... No, see, I can't say that because I didn't actually finish that game. Like, I had a lot more, not platinum, but finished games in 2018 that I did in 2019. I don't feel like, like, I don't feel like I can sit here right now. I played Overwatch a bit, but compared to a lot of other games, no. Like, I played some of my games that I'm still replaying from last year i reckon my 2019 i can say console 2019 (laughs) but i can't say game console would have to be switch switch one 2019 for me it sat there empty for most of 2000 i bought it pretty much day release i bought a brand new i might have paid what played sorry one or two games i didn't even take zelda out of the wrapping uh, but 2019 switch has come back firing like i'm playing ys8 lacrimosa of dana at the moment it's like a jrpg by falcom loving it that's I've literally averaging eight hours a day for the last three days uh fire emblem come out pokemon let's go i think was pokemon let's go this no that was last year as well that was last year see i don't 2018 was definitely a good year of gaming for me i don't feel like 2019 i guarantee you as soon as we um stop the recording i'll remember but i cannot think like even pokemon shield truthfully i've only put five hours into it i'm not that's it i have to beep turn the playstation on i have to uh, this is going to drive me nuts did i even do any gaming this year (laughs) all right so look, I'll help you. I'll give you some time so you can think about your games, right? So my definite game of the year that I enjoyed playing and finished 99.9% of the game, I've got three shells to collect, was... No, not... That's not this... No! It was Zelda Link's Awakening. You reckon you're going to rank... Zelda Link's Awakening over No Man's Sky. That wasn't released this year, mate. That's the only it reason why. It wasn't released, but you played it this year. You oh, never yeah. played it played last it. year. The hours of No Man's Sky. But you know what? I love Zelda games. Mm. And how much I... When, I, when, it, when the, the artwork came out for the game, I was shocked, scared, angry... And I thought, I'm really going to hate this game. It's not going to do the the game justice. Mm. Yeah, they had a couple of frame rate issues, which I experienced through the game. But... At the bottom of the screen. 
That's it at the top of the screen. Yeah, you're freshing my memory. I still, once I started playing that game, I had to finish that game. And I had to get majority of the stuff. Well, I admittedly, I played that more than I actually played Pokemon Shield, which I find funny because I'm not a very big, like, I'm not a a die-hard Zelda guy. I've always been Final Fantasy, Square Enix, Enix, all that kind of stuff, Fire Emblem. So I'm even Pokemon. Pokemon for me is far better. But these days, uh, sorry, Pokemon, you're, you're off the list. Um, I really enjoyed Pokemon would probably be a close second because I finished both those games Um, and now uh, well No Man's Sky you can't finish so (laughs) so I can never say that's my favourite game because I'm still playing it technically there's no end you just go to a different galaxy so yeah I'm definitely No Man's Sky wins because I have 160 hours worth of playing the game but like the Pokemon game I really enjoyed I thought the Story was good. I loved the cinematics. The only issue with Pokemon is they're not talking. Like, the the, this, the, the cast aren't talking throughout the game, but you're reading text again. Um, and also the battle style, like, they need to animate the battles a bit more, not just move up and down to do an attack on the screen. It looks a bit You know like what a... I, I want to quickly intervene? I reckon the reason why I don't like Pokemon, it hasn't evolved. Yes. Like, it's a game that is based on evolution. That is the whole meaning of that game, is pocket monsters that evolve and level up. You put Pokemon red, blue, green, red, whatever you want to call the originals, yellow, side by side with Pokemon Sword, Shield, no, well, let's go. It's obviously just pretty much a rehash, but and I think that's a separate thing to itself. That's more of a yeah. Pokemon Pokemon Go. game. Yeah, I that. don't I don't deem it to be canon as such. Like if you're gonna say like yeah. canically kind of stuff, but it's I don't feel I feel like Pokemon has been like you know what? Here's a formula that works. Kids like this keep going let's just spam it out we'll just keep every single generation of kids intrigued stuff the people who who grew up with it that's why pokemon go was so enormous it felt like all of a sudden we were back in the world and like i'm playing and i'm gonna go back to this uh wise eight lacrimosa of dana i'm gonna have to come up with a way shorter name let's just call it ys I've been playing it. It's got a town builder concept to it that I I love. I love town builder ideas. Like there was another game that I was playing, Ninokuno 2. You you slowly as you go through the world, you collect people that come back and you got to build up your kingdom because you were like royalty you got defeated by what your dad's best friend, blah, blah, blah. I won't go into too deep. But you've got to build up your kingdom to take your kingdom back. I love that. Uh, the Mad Max, you would slowly take over places. And Mad Max was one of the original games that was released on PlayStation 4. This was years and years ago. So it, you can't tell me that it's not around. Uh, you As you would take over a area... You could then build it, 
and it would start collecting oil for you. It'd start collecting this, start collecting that. But while you didn't have people working for you, it still had that town sort of uh, builder concept. Shadows of Mordor, you could slowly win armies. Assassin's Creed, Black Fall. Shadow of Mordor? No, you can't, because I can't beat the first guy. <laughs> so if I can't beat the first guy, I can't get an army. Yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> oh, that was another game I raged quick this year. Uh, like, it looks... I like the idea, and you, you sold it to me, but I couldn't beat the first guy, and every time I lost to him, he, he upgraded. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that, and look, all these games, this Lacrimosa, what it is is... And this is my idea to Pokemon. Scrap the idea that you're an eight-year-old or ten-year-old boy trying to become the world's champion. Let's go crazy and start all over again. Lacrimosa, you're on a ship. The shipwrecks onto a mysterious island. All of a sudden, it's you and your best mate, and you've got to slowly go around collecting castaways. And as you collect them, one is a tailor, so she can make you clothing. One is a blacksmith, so she, she can make you armor. Another guy is a police officer who's a handyman, and, and it goes on and on. All of a sudden, it brings this whole new concept to it. The only thing it is missing, I would love timed uh, quests that I can send them on. So when I'm going to log off for the night, I can say, hey, guys, go and collect some timber like they do with Star Wars and with your, with your companion and everything like that, I really, really like the feel that it's an active town that I am building. And you and every time I finish a chapter, they're like, you know what we should do? We should build a watchtower. And so then all of a sudden your town grows and your town grows after every chapter. And Pokemon, let's do it. Like you're you're stranded. You're you're there. You got to go and collect mates. You can bring mates back. You can collect whatever. Whether that's you got to collect a certain amount of water Pokemon before you can have water running in your town. I don't know, but they've got to reach outside of the box of I'm a yeah. good guy. There's a bad guy. They're trying to steal me Pokemon. I just otherwise they've done it for me. I've I've done five hours and truthfully I probably will never turn Pokemon Shield on ever again. And that's look I agree with you there that they do need to, they have rinsed and repeated quite a bit which does let it down. Again itself as a game and I play, I finished it. I liked it. It was good. I liked the idea of the wild areas. I liked the idea of the online play where you could actually see other people running around. <laughs> I'm really scared about this watch, mate. It keeps coming alive at me. But I'm sorry. She's yeah. talking. Yeah. I'm really scared about you talking. Stop listening to me. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> anyway, but I like the idea of the wild areas, how you can see the online people running around. That, But they should have extended that to towns. It should have been through the whole game. You can see everybody else running around and maybe do events. Even like, um, like what Pokemon Go did, they do like a summer event, a winter event, a Halloween event, and do different aspects and throughout the time. So you have to keep playing the game multiple times to get all the 400 and something. Yeah. Come on. I think you're right. They definitely need to change up their, their strategy of gaming, really. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Look, I love Pokemon. 
Don't get me wrong. I really do. It's been part of my life for 20 years, 21 years. But when you get in your mid-30s and you've been playing a game since you're 10 years old and you're still Ash 10 years old, like, you know, it feels as if they haven't, like, the anime, Ash is still 10 years old and they still think I'm 10 years old. It's like, it's been 21 years, guys. We, we're, we're older. Hang on, have they spoken to your missus maybe, though? No. No, she doesn't think you're 10 years old? <laughs> she <laughs> thinks I'm younger than that. <laughs> but yeah I, I reckon there should be some sort of progression in the storyline as well um but like i i still play pokemon go myself i'm doing my whole health kick for 2019 that i've just started at the end of 2019 mind you good to start but like I, I am playing pokemon go again and i am enjoying playing it i'm not really good at it but I, i'm trying to catch them all again yep but yeah that's all right, all right. That's 2019 in a nutshell. All right, after all this talk, I reckon the low of my decade was the sensitivity of the eject button on my PS4. Mm. Yeah, from factory, it used to release games, and it drove me bonkers. And it was so sporadic. Sony were like, oh, you can send it to us, but we'll have to charge and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, and it got worse and worse and worse. And like, it's been years since I had Red Ring of Death on Xbox. I can't mock them. They definitely definitely weren't this um, decade. But Yeah. yeah, the eject button, because then they went to a mechanical uh, eject button, but mm. I, maybe my dust is, my house is too dusty because it started doing exactly the same thing. And the only reason why it was a double-edged sword, I guess, because that's the only reason why I ended up actually getting a um, PS4 Pro because it just I couldn't even fathom playing a game it would just reject the game every five minutes ten minutes by the end so i traded it in with eb games thank you guys now see i would have thought you would have went with microtransactions microtransactions while it is one of the most toxic things going it hasn't directly affected me i guess like so it's probably head in the sand it is a bad attitude uh, but it hasn't directly affected me so then it's not the worst thing to happen to me in this. But good point. I was checking out a game which I've been watching for a long time. And then I saw on their website, because they were alpha, uh, it's a Clash Royale, not Clash Royale, it's a Battle Royale style game where you're wizards. I'm not going to mention the name. Yep. Um, but I've watched it for a while since it was an alpha. On their website, they've got, pretty much what looks like microtransactions loot boxes you bought pay this much and you get this uh item buy this much blah 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 and i'm like you know it's starting to come it's starting to affect even console games it's been in mobile gaming for unbelievable amounts of time like i've got some mobile games that i absolutely heavily enjoy playing but they're so terrible like you have to wait 30 minutes just to try to do something. You have to do this. You have to do that. It's pretty much it's unplayable. Mm. All right. Well, my low for the decade, I love retro systems. Anything retro, I collect. I love my little virtual boy. I love the NES, the SNES, all the other ones. However, 
They came out with one, and it was called the PlayStation Classic. Oh, don't you start on me PlayStation. No, come on. No, no, no. The concept is good. I like the mini consoles. It gives people a taste of the nostalgia for the old games. But, gosh, who picked those games? I must admit, there was some games on it that shouldn't have been there. No way. It just, like, the Nintendo... um, The Nintendo Mini... The Super Nintendo Mini were fantastic. But the PlayStation... Even the Sega one. The Sega one was good, too. Mm. Yeah, I feel like Sony tried jumping on board too quickly. They should have put more than that on there. Final Fantasy VII's on it, so that was instantly a hit for me. But pretty much other than that, it was like, oh, okay, I can just turn my playstation on and play it like oh yeah one of the games mr driller super puzzle fighter 2 just turbo i'm like just give me street fighter yeah like the yes. anime one just put the normal one on there i i really don't agree with the games i reckon they're really b and c grade games and they should have put their heavy hitters on there okay there's probably licenses and all the other stuff that they have to worry about not me i'm the consumer i buy it i enjoy it but if you well, go I reckon that's product, why they done it. They didn't have the licenses. They done the best that they could, and they should have just been like Xbox and not done it at all. If they couldn't produce something of top quality, I wonder if Xbox are going to do one. That'd be actually pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. GameCube Mini. Oh, I've seen so many hints about GameCube Minis. I'm like, oh, I want it. I don't know if they're doing it. No, 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 no news on that yet. But yeah. So, just be careful about the games if they are going to do it. Make sure that they're well-researched, the, the top games that people actually want to play. Like, I know you're not going to get every single game right on these consoles because there is only 30 or 15 or whatever, but try and help everybody yeah. to get all of the games that everybody will definitely go, oh, I want to play Super Mario World. Oh, yeah. I want to play Zelda. I want to play Star Fox. Like, they're heavy-hitting games. So, yes, yeah, so that was my lowest of the decade. Jesus, low of the decade. Yeah. You've had a pretty good decade if that's your low. That is my low. Like, really? Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, okay. I'm not doing a maybe, so I'm moving straight on to a high. My high of gaming of the decade, I, this means I have to pick my favourite game for the, for the last 10 years. I truthfully... I've been thinking about it ever since I saw they've been talking about it on websites, etc., etc. I've been trying to think what is my absolute high of 10 years. And it hurts me to say it, but it has to be Pokemon Go. Yeah. Before everyone's like, why? You've got Call of Duties, you got this, you got that. If it was next year, maybe Final Fantasy VII Remake would actually be top of my list, which it would be. It will be next decade, but it's not. If you think back about gaming, especially because, like, you touched on it before, I uh, we're retro gamers at heart as well. I'm used to playing over mates' places, going to lands, all that kind of stuff. Gaming used to be very, very social. Like, I, of course, have my RPG side of me where I need to just sit in a dark room on my own and game. I still do that, probably more than I do with social gaming these days. But growing up, like, split screen, four-player screen, like, 
golden eye, all that kind of stuff. That was my jam. Like I'd do that by day, Final Fantasy Seven by night, and I used to absolutely love it. And I feel like we went away with that over the years. But now Pokemon Go came out. In the last 10 years, can you truthfully sit there and think to yourself, look, when was the last time you gamed like that? Like, I'm a full-grown man. I had days off of work to go in the car with other mates. We had full cars. Our cars were so full, we had actual car patrols. There'd be three or four car loads of 30 year olds driving around like i'd get phone calls from mates saying did you hear there was whatever an onyx at the waterfront last night i found a charmander nest uh, down near the boat ramp and like i yeah i went for a walk and the i was supposed to just check the letterbox and all of a sudden 45 minutes later i'm down the road chasing a scyther like i had mates coming over my place like call of duty black ops 4 i really spammed but i can't lay that down to that game like i played call of duty growing up a lot but i went through a divorce two years ago i had plenty of time on my hands to play and it was a way of obviously getting around the pain and suffering that I was going through. So well, I don't believe it was the game. I believe it was the the ability to, to turn off. So, but Pokemon Go, I have some memories. Like one of my friends rung me. I was literally driving to... No, I might have been getting ready for work. I was already in my high-vis clothes. And he's like, hey, bud. I was like, oh, hey, bud. What the hell are you calling me at 6 a... And it would have been earlier, 5.30 a.m. And he's like... Do you want to have the day off? I'm like, oh, not really. I've got something on today. He goes, no, no, I'm out the front. We're having the day off. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what What are we doing? He's like, we're going to go into the city. And that was it. And he literally, I was like, are you really? And I peeked out my shower window. And there he is. He's just sitting in my driveway. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm having today off. And we had, we went out for breakfast, lunch, afternoon tea we're in at south bank look we had one of the best days oh, oh i can remember in a long time and just laughing and mucking around and like and i i remember that first week of pokemon go i have not seen the world like that in my whole life like streets were full of people like i remember someone at redcliffe literally yelling out there's an onyx down here and it was a stampede there were people flooding down the street to catch an onyx at the time and it was yeah so long i've got a couple of rpgs that really ring home to me but the meaning of gaming that has to take the cake pokemon go has to be my warmest memory towards gaming of the decade yeah i definitely have to say pokemon go i spent i'm still spending many hours on i'd actually love it if the app were to be able to tell you how many hours you've spent playing pokemon go because 
it would just be phenomenal to work out. I think it was because you could with you. And like, if you're not at work, of course, and actually doing work, and then you have a break and don't play it while you're working, you could do something really quickly and then go back to work because we don't condone working and playing Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. Play it all the time. Got to catch them all. But no, I, I loved Pokemon Go. I still do. I, I wish... I, I don't know. I, I wish there was a lot more features in it when it first came out because I think it would have yeah. kept the population of people playing it longer. It would have been higher. This yeah. Features, there's still good features in it now, though. So, you know, it definitely has to be up there. Um, besides that, with a console game, the only game I can think of that I, I truly uh, love playing as much for my decade. Now, this is the decade. I've got I've got an issue, okay? So I'm working out on hours spent playing a game. Yuck. <laughs> no Man's Sky. Like, from all I'm going to say is from rags to riches. Like this game came out that was heavily flawed. It came out in 2016. Nearly three years down the track, it's picked itself up. It's an actual good game. Regardless of not having an ending. little oversight maybe from the team there, but the replayability is phenomenal. The people on the community are fantastic. And a lot of uh, sandbox games these days don't have endings anyway. Hmm. I know, but I just need some sort of closure or some sort of story ending. They normally don't do it because then it gives ending. Like, you look at the games like Rust and Ark and stuff like that, it is a sandbox. It is literally just for you to play, and that's it. Like, I've got mates who have hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of hours into a game, and I'm like, oh, did you finish it? And they're like, what do you mean? What can I finish? Like, I just, I can't do it. I just, I need closure. Like, even now with this JRPG, I'm 25, 26-something hours into it, and I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, come on, give me some story, give me some feelings. Like, I need that uh, attraction into it, that pull. And if they're not giving me enough at the moment, it is a bit, not a bit too slow, it is a bit slow with trickling of the story. Yeah, I think they do that on purpose to prolong the gameplay, but I don't know. No Man's Sky, if anyone has not played it yet, it's seriously like 25 bucks at EB. I would heavily recommend you get it and just have a go. Join one of the community groups, have a chat to the guys there. They love helping new people come along. They try and teach you the ropes. I ran around that game for 10 hours not knowing what I was doing, and I still had fun. That's yeah. the funnier part of it. So, yeah, definitely No Man's Sky has to take the cake. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Got anything else for our lovely listeners? Yeah. The last podcast of 2019. Nah, that's it. I ended on, <laughs> Close ended on high. We've spoken about the year. Thank you very much for all of our listeners, all of our fans. One of our most diehard fans, Conrad, is always messaging the page. He's probably one of the first ones to actually listen to every single podcast that we do. So thank you. Yeah, thanks to everyone. And hopefully we um, come back 2020. Guns are blazing bigger and better. And we have some more companies and businesses on board. We start to hit the ground running. All right. Well, thank you. I'd like to wish you all Happy New Year. 
And thanks for listening to the podcast. Ensure you check out GamersDown.com for all your gaming news and reviews. Finally, for the last time of the year, and the last time I have to say this one line, bloody smash that subscribe button already. It'll never be game over. And a gamer's got a game. Oh, <laughs>